Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I do. I... This morning, I decided to do a little experiment, and I drank a cup of high-calf tea from Republic of Tea, because I got a sample in with my last order, and it was cinnamon toast flavor, and it was really delicious, and I was bouncing off the walls, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. when I tell you my eyes were peeled open i know because you sent me a picture of your eyes <laughs> did of your I, face. I have no recollection no i'm kidding i do remember doing that but i felt like a crazy person so does that mean you are not gonna do that I'm, again i'm doing it every day <laughs> okay okay no i felt like a little wacko mm-hmm. um but I also felt like super motivated and I was like, I, j- I want to go home and just organize my entire house. And like, I just wanted to do, I kind of couldn't concentrate a little bit. Like when a Slack message would come in, I would just kind of like open my mouth and stare at it for a little bit before <laughs> being like, oh yeah, I need, to, I need to do something. <laughs> it was, so it was kind of a weird feeling. Ooh, that was a lot of Splenda. Adding to your already three squirts. I mean, no judgment here. It sounds like it. <laughs> I, I didn't care how much money you put in, but anyway. But it was a lot. So. Oh, but it was like so I'm much. Like it. you should be embarrassed. <laughs> um, yes. Now that I know how the high calf tea makes me feel, I feel like I can like go okay. I need to focus. Let me write down this list of things I need to do, close my office door, and just get it done. (laughs) So we'll see. At least you've done the research. I did. Well, yeah. You did the research. You now know the your hypothesis was correct that it would give you more energy it sure did <laughs> let me let me tell you a, a, the average cup of tea has 50 milligrams of caffeine the average cup of coffee has 100 milligrams of caffeine the high calf tea from republic of tea has between 110 and 130 milligrams of caffeine and a five-hour energy drink, um, just for reference, yeah, yeah. has 200 milligrams of caffeine. Mm, those are interesting numbers. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known that, and I don't know that I would have gotten that right if I was given a trivia question. I definitely wouldn't have. But I'm extremely sensitive to caffeine. Okay. So, yeah, I'm afraid to do five-hour energy because I think have like, you done it before. No, but I'm afraid it would like make my heart explode. So I stay away from that. <laughs> They're kind of gross from what I remember. I haven't had one in a really long time. Let me tell you about... (laughs) Let me tell you... Okay. You know that like a couple weeks ago, my book was um, 
Atlas of the Heart yes. by Brene Brown. Yes. Which I'm obsessed with. And you finished it. I finished it. It was amazing. If you look over to your right, you will it. see that I purchased a physical I copy saw it. of it's the book. It's a beautiful cover. It is. And there's pretty illustrations in and it. you said that I need to look through it before and I leave. Yeah, it's really pretty. I went, I was in, um, I was in the Government Street area today, so I stopped by Red Stick Reads and picked it up real quick. Um, Which, Red Stick Reads, is a local independent bookstore in the Baton Rouge area. Yep. And hopefully one day we'll do an episode there. Yeah, I would love that. Terry. And maybe James. We'll see. They're the husband and wife owner. Yeah. I've, um, I've met him before when I've gone in there oh, to, get, that's right. to get some gifts. Because, um, I mean, who doesn't want a book for their child? Exactly. It's a perfect gift. Exactly. It's a perfect gift for everyone. It really is. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I picked up the book. Wow, I'm just like, boing, boing, boing. I don't know I what's know. going on. <laughs> um, I picked up the book from Red Stick Reads, um, but last night I started, I discovered that there's an HBO, ser- HBO Max series as well, and it's like her kind of like doing um, – a presentation to an audience, like a PowerPoint presentation. About the book? About like the contents, the of, contents the of the book. Okay. Well, I think that I'm going to have to watch all of those episodes. <laughs> I only watched one. And? But so far, like it's Amazing. so good. She is really funny. She's very, very funny. Yeah, yeah. She's really funny and entertaining. And she's just down to earth. Like you, you're like, I know her. Yeah. Like I know a million people. They're her. Like, I, she's just... For sure. And I just... I want to be Brene Brown. Yeah. I think I texted you... Was that last <laughs> night? Where I just said, can I have a job where we just research do research emotions, emotions and enjoy yeah. and, and kindness and, and... I mean... And secretly, when you texted me that, I was watching Atlas of the Heart <laughs> with <laughs> Brene Brown. I was like, yes, I would also love that job. Wink, wink. Um... But yeah, yeah, you need um, to watch it. Brene Brown, we will tag you in this. And <laughs> if you would like to hire either one of us or both, we come as a set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to, it's all or nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I would let you do, like, if you got a job offer from Brene Brown, I would just be happy for you. Same to you. I would totally. Thank you so much. We would Freud and Freud the heck out of that. We would. And then we would somehow explain how wonderful the other one was and that she just had to <laughs> convince Brene. <laughs> yeah. Our friend Brene. <laughs> Our best friend Brene. <laughs> I don't anyway. know if you know um Brene Brown. We're she's we're, best friends. We're kind of friends. We're kind of yeah. We're you know close. what I mean? Yeah. It's no big deal. We're on a, you know first Brene, name basis. Brene and I <laughs> Anyways, continue. That was it. That was all I had to say to you. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it, and then we can talk about it. Okay, well, I mean, that was literally all I had to say to you, so end of podcast. Oh. I'm just kidding. Let's talk about books, unless you had something else. No, I would love to talk about books. Okay, great. Good, good. Well, you're first this week. Yes. So my book is The Roughest Draft by Emily Wibberly and Austin Sigmund Broca. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay, well. I love it when this happens. Yeah. Fun fact about this book. I wonder if I should give you the fun fact now or wait. Hold on. Let me get to it. So the characters in the book are Katrina Freeling and Nathan Van Huysen. And they are both writers. 
They met six years ago at a writer's conference or writer's workshop um, in upstate New York. And they realized very quickly that they had very similar perspectives and writing styles. And they decided at this workshop when they just met each other that they were going to collaborate on um, on books. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this the authors in real life or is this Katrina in, in Freeling the book? and Nathan Van Heisen? Okay. <laughs> this, these are the characters in the okay, book. Characters. Yes. But in real life, it's a but male the, female collaboration, right? Correct. Okay. And they're married in real life. Stop it. Yes. Okay. So they collaborate on books. I, this is the only book I've read this from is them. So meta. Yes. But <laughs> the characters in the book are not married to each other, but they are writers and they're co. And it's a romance? Yes. Okay. Okay. So. They put out their first debut novel. Um, it is called Connecting Flights. Goes pretty good. People like it. Nothing crazy. Then they do their second book. And their second book uh, ends up on the New York Times bestseller list. People are crazy about it. It gets talked about all the time. There's all this hype for it. They actually went away, the two of them, to a home in Florida to write this over a period of three months and like knocked it out and were with each other 100%, immersed themselves in it. Um, And they had a huge falling out. Uh Uh-oh. Nobody knows what happened. It's four years later. They haven't spoken to each other. They didn't even go on the tour together. They badmouthed each other in the press since. She has retired from writing, which is her passion, and no one knows what happened. So everyone's just like, this is crazy. There's all this speculation over these years. She's kind of gone into hiding, and you're just like, well, what happened? (laughs) Um, That's what I'm wondering. (laughs) Yes. So we're now in present day. She again said she's retired from writing. She's not doing it anymore. She is engaged to their ex-manager. Okay. She wasn't at the time that they were writing the book. The book is called Only Once, by the way, because it's mentioned. It's not like Only Once. Oh, the book The book in the book. The book in the book. It was on the New York Times bestseller list. It's called Only Once. Okay. Um. <laughs> So she has been engaged to him for about two years, and she wants to know what's going on. There's no mention of actually getting married. Things seem off. Then she finds out that there's financial issues, and he is pushing her to write another book with Nathan. No. What a rude fiancé. She has so much anxiety around this. She's like, I'm not doing it, and he... He basically um, gives her really rude, crazy ultimatums, and he seems like a really terrible dude. Sounds like it. Yeah. So Nathan has put out a solo book called Refraction, and it has not done exceptionally well. I just want to say right now that I'm impressed that you remember all of the names of the books within the book because those would be gone from my memory in like two seconds. They talk about them a lot. Okay. But even still. So... Um, It's a good book, but it hasn't done exceptionally well, and his publisher says they're not interested in his next book. Oh, wow. And his publicist basically tells him, you need to write another book with Katrina. And he says, I'm not doing it, and she won't be interested. And basically, he's convinced that if Katrina is on board, then he'll do it. And he's like, she'll never do it. And then she does, because Chris is pushing her Because of her awful fiancé. Yeah. So... 
Chris doesn't know what happened, but he bought the Florida house that they wrote the first that they wrote only once in for her, thinking that she would love it. She doesn't want to be there because it's bad memories, right? Clearly. So they go back to the Florida house to write this book. Um, in the meantime, since this separation has happened over the years, Nathan has gotten divorced from his wife, Melissa. Wait, he was married? Yeah, I didn't say that. Okay, well, that's fine. I know now. Yeah. So they became really good friends. Um, things got a little weird the, with, the fir- with only once, but nothing physical happened. He was married. She knew he was married. Um, but the back and forth from the present to the past is really interesting because they're talking about only once and then now they're talking about the new book that they're writing. Only twice. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That one I don't remember the name. I don't think that they have a name yet. Or I don't remember the name if they say it. And um, basically what is going on is the writing that they're doing about the characters in their book mirror their emotions or do they? Okay. <laughs> and that's really where the issues start coming in, especially with the first book and now with this book, is that they don't know if the writing about this romantic married couple in their books is really how they're feeling about each other or if it's just fiction. And so things are getting like all messed up and their emotions are all over the place and uh, there's a lot of um, angst. It sounds very tense. It's very tense. Yes. Um, but it's really good. Have you told me the fun fact yet? Oh, that it was written by a married couple. Oh, okay. That was Sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it wasn't that fun. <laughs> well, I just didn't know if I should expect something yeah. in addition To the already stated fun facts? Nope. (laughs) That was it. Um, But I don't want to give anything else away. Um, It's just really well written and it's like a book, books within a book. Yeah. They tell you what they're writing, like the words they're writing about the characters and the books that they've written. And so you kind of feel everything and then they keep going from the past to the present and um, it sort of mirrors the 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 characters in their books and they get a lot of inspiration from one another with their writing like the way that she looks or like he steals her like what she's wearing and like writes about it in the book you know like it's just things like that it's just an interesting um the way that it's written is really interesting yeah i i like the sound of that yeah how old is it like is it new or is it backlist or let me see when it was written january 25th 2022 this was just written in January. Was it? Of 2022. So it just came out. It did just come out. I did not know that. That is brand new information. <laughs> but it, the title's really cute. The book cover is cute. It's called Wait, the let ru- me see the cover. It's called the, it's again, The Roughest Draft. Yeah, cute. Um, and this is the cover. Oh, I have seen that. Okay. okay, I have so the cover seen that is around. pink, and they're in a swimming pool on opposite sides, um, reading and writing. And there's like palm trees in the corners. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have seen that. I did think the cover was cute. I had no idea what it was about, but I'm really glad to hear that you enjoyed it. Yeah, and on the front it says "A Romance for the Books." Oh, 
I love it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> tell me about your book. Okay, I am going to tell you about a YA adventure romancy kind of novel called Amelia Unabridged. Okay. This is one that Addie talked about. Yes. <laughs> and I actually downloaded it, but I didn't start it. And so I don't know anything about it because I didn't read the um, description. Okay. Well, I'm excited to be able to tell you about it. I think that um, because Addie loved it so much, my expectations were super high for it. So try to tamper down your expectations a little bit because mine were a little too high. But okay. the book was still really, really good. Okay. We also mention Addie in almost every episode. I now. know. And she's, yeah. Wonderful. She, she's probably like, what is going on over there <laughs> in Louisiana? Look, Addie, we're just trying to promote your podcast, Grace and Growth with Addie Yoder. Go give it a listen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Amelia and her best friend Jenna – are obsessed with this fantasy series by the author N.E. Ensley. Okay. And he, it's, I said it was a fantasy series, right? Yeah. So he's created this whole world and it's these two sisters and they, it really doesn't matter what the fantasy series is about, but they're really obsessed with it. And they know that the author, they're in high school, okay? They okay. know that the author is not much older than they are. Like, he's a oh. young writer. Okay. And he's written this wildly worldwide popular series, okay? Um, and so they graduate high school. They're best friends all throughout high school. They graduate high school. They get tickets to go to, like, a conference where N.E. Ensley is going to be. They're going to go to his... Um, like session, which is a huge deal because he never does any interviews, never does any conferences. Like nobody really knows anything about him or when the final book is coming out. There's like a ton of mystery surrounding it. Okay. So they go to the conference and Amelia has to go to the bathroom. She's gone for a while because it's a huge conference. There's a long line. It takes a while to go to the bathroom. When she gets back like 20 minutes later, Jenna says, I'm sorry, but I heard that um, they're canceling his session and we're not going to get to see any Ensley. So it builds. So you have no idea where this is going. (laughs) But all of this happens, like I'm not spoiling anything for you. This all happens at the very beginning of the book. So she doesn't get to meet Ensley. Then she finds out that Jenna did meet him. What? Very briefly. And Jenna was like, I didn't want to tell you, but I have to tell you. And he was like having a panic attack, basically. And Jenna was like, you need to go take care of yourself. And so he leaves. So Jenna ruined it. So Jenna ruined it for Amelia. But he wouldn't have been able to. Right. So Jenna ruined it for Amelia. And Amelia's not happy with Jenna. But then they get back from their trip, from the conference, and Jenna immediately leaves to go to Ireland. She's going to Ireland, like, before they go to college. Okay. They have their whole college, everything's planned out, they're going to college together, all this kind of stuff. Like, they are BFFs, okay? A week later, Amelia gets a phone call that Jenna has died in a car accident in Ireland. I know you're shocked. This is all on the cover copy, and it's at the very beginning of the book. Okay. So... then Amelia gets this mysterious package in the mail from a bookstore up in Michigan and that sets her off on an adventure 
to this tiny little town in Michigan to see where this mysterious package came from and her adventure ensues. And I won't tell you any more because I know it feels like I've already told you almost an entire novel in just a few minutes. But I want to read it. So one of the things that I liked the most about it is everything that I just told you that happens very quickly within the book. It's like I became so invested in Jenna and Amelia's friendship so quickly that like when that happened, I was devastated. Yeah. And so it's like, that's actually really impressive. Right. Especially if it's at the beginning of the book. Right. To not spend a ton of time on it mm-hmm. and make me that invested in someone's relationship. So that was a lot like... Just Last Night just by Barry McFarlane. I know. I was thinking that last night, actually, when I was thinking about the book Because today. in the beginning, I was like, oh, Susie, like their relationship's really cool and I really like it. Do things come out about Jenna? Throughout, like negative. Oh, a little. Not really mm, negative. Okay. No, it's. But she, um, Amelia learns a little bit more about what happened that day with any Insley and stuff like that. But I won't. Yeah, I won't go into details. Okay. But yeah, it was. It was really cute and sweet and like made me feel <laughs> extreme emotions. Obviously, um, so I really enjoyed it. That's and awesome. I want to read it. Thank you, Addie, for the recommendation. <laughs> Let us talk about this tea. Can I read it? You can. Yeah, go ahead and read it, and then I'll explain a little bit about it. Okay. Well, first, why don't you tell everyone where you got it from? So why don't I explain a little bit about it, and then you can read it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So I um, went by Red Stick Spice Company the other day, earlier this week, and walked in and picked out a few teas for us. And then I asked them if we can record an episode in their (laughs) shop. And they were like, I don't know, email the owner. So we'll see about that. Um, But yeah, it's just a local, it's a local spice company, but they also sell teas. And um, I I had actually never been in there before. What? I know. Really? Yeah. So that is my, um, if I need a gift. Yeah. It's it's not a book. Right. Um, It is a great place and you just get like a couple spices. You get some, they have really awesome infused olive oils Mm -hmm. and balsamic vinegars. And I've bought that for so many people. Like if I need something and I want them to, you know, something substantial that's going to get used and. Right. I go go there um, to, to Red Stick Spice. It's great. I thought it was really cool. I loved this store. I will be going back frequently. Yeah, we should do a um they just opened that other the side Sogo tea bar. Not that well that place too. I haven't been oh. since they've opened, but they opened the they have two sides now where right. you, the store used to just be that one. And mid- now they've bought out the other two on either side yes. of it. And so what's on the other side? So the I other saw side, it. it they have some stuff in there that you can buy, but it's um for Cooking classes. Okay, that's where they do the cooking classes. Yeah. I really want to do. Yeah, we should do one because they look really cool because they've been promoting them and they post all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, that would be really fun to do. Yeah, I agree. So tell us about the tea that we're drinking. Okay. That I got from Red Stick Spice. Yes, it's called Bread Pudding, and the description is smooth black tea blended with buttery caramel and vanilla with a touch of cinnamon, elderflower, and honeysuckle. <laughs> thoughts um weirdly i taste butterscotch what do you get from it i 
I taste the butterscotch now that you said it. Yeah. I don't know that I thought butterscotch in my mind before you said it, but right instantly. And like I, the, my first sip, I was like, I'm drinking butterbeer tea. <laughs> it really does taste a lot like butterscotch, but bread pudding doesn't taste like butterscotch. No, I, I don't get bread pudding. I don't out get of bread this, pudding either. But um, I do I, like it. I like it. It's not like my all-time favorite tea or anything, but I get the um, I get you definitely get the touch of cinnamon, and it's not overly cinnamon, which I like. Yeah, it's just a, it's a little touch. And I get the caramel and the vanilla. I don't know if I get the el- elderflower and the honeysuckle, but I don't know if I know what elderflower. I think those flavor. flavors are too light. And so they're just being, if they're in there, they're being overpowered by the other ones. Yeah. But I also got from them these cute little reusable tea bags because they only sell loose leaf tea. Um, And so when I went in, I saw these tea bags and they're so cute. They're just little like cotton cloth pouches and it's got a little cinch string at the top and you just use them and clean them and use them again. Yeah. I love it. So, so we recommend the tea. It was good, yeah. but they have so many options. It so was if you hard are to choose <laughs> in the um, Baton Rouge area, or coming to Baton Rouge for any reason, or just need a good tea, and you live where there isn't any stores of that kind, come on down <laughs> and check them out um, because they have a really large selection. Yeah, they do. And it was really cool how you just go up and like grab the jar that you want and then you take it to the counter and they put it in a bag for you. I just love the whole thing. Yeah. And that is how they do their spices as well. So if um, you're there, you basically, they have them in sections um, and you just bring them up and they have different little cute jars and they actually give you a 10% discount if you bring your jars back. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Any, any jars, any, um, I think that anything in the tea, anything spice related and any of the balsamics or the olive oils you bring them back, you can get 10% off. Well, that is good to know. I also and, joined their little loyalty yeah, club. <laughs> the loyalty club and they sell other Louisiana products. It's just a fabulous story. <laughs> if we haven't said enough. Um, also, we'd like to record, so please get back to us. <laughs> uh, what are you reading right now? Um, what is my next? Oh, I'm reading. Okay, I don't know how I feel about this book. So I was reading this book prior to reading The Roughest Draft, and I had to stop because I, I just like, I wasn't sure about it. I want to go back to it, so it wasn't a complete... I'm not interested, right? but um, it's called With Love from London by Sarah Joe. Let me see the cover. Yeah, I've seen that too and was interested in it. Um, um, so I'm not it's, sure. It's a maybe at this point. It's a maybe at this point. Okay. I'm listening to um, A Far Wilder Magic by Allison Saft. I'd never heard of it, never seen it anywhere, but the other night I was... Um, I realized that my library holds number had gotten down to like four, which is just makes me a little panicky. I need to have, you know, 10 to 15 at all times. So I went and just scrolled, um, books that the EBR library had added recently and just ended up getting a bunch of really random stuff that I'd never heard of before, but looked interesting. And this was one of them and I'm like 80% in and I'm enjoying it. So it's a, it's a fantasy, um, novel and Mm -hmm. pretty good. 
So cool. Well, the one in case anyone's interested in checking out the the read that I just mentioned, um, with love from London. With love from London, um, it is set in London and in California, um, and it is about a book owner and her daughter. Um, okay, now to our new favorite section, the Freudenfreude. <laughs> You're going to laugh every time I say that. Yeah. You just say it so well. What is your win for the week? Or what's keeping you sane? Whatever. Whatever you want to share. Um, I guess my first one would be um, uh, got through my first board meeting Ooh. yesterday. Yeah, that's a big one. That's Met board members and, you know, for the first time. So Good. It went well? Like, yeah, I think so. Good. What about you? I have been every night this week doing some sort of cleaning project and it is clearing my mind. So I've had clothes just sitting on top of my dresser for months. Finally cleared those off the other night. Last night I did my purse. My purse is completely cleaned out and organized. <laughs> and I don't know what's coming like tonight, a new woman. but I do. I love it. So it really is nice when you get organized. I mean, I am an organized person in regard to um, how I like to work professionally and um, how I how I like to travel and uh, events. But in regard to my home, or <laughs> I'm just like. I'm going to throw all of this stuff on the couch and leave it there for a whole week. Yeah, like my car, that should be tonight's project. My car looks like I live out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's really quite terrible. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. I'm like kind of compulsive about certain things, but you can see I have junk all over my table and I'm trying to get better about that. My sister and I are the opposite. Like she, she could go on a trip and not plan anything. But she's a neat freak and everything has to be perfect. And she comes to my house and she's like, oh my God. I'm like, one, I have a child. Two, (laughs) maybe I was just as messy before the child, but that is my excuse. I know. Well, my mom always says when she comes to my house and it's a mess, she's like, I don't understand how you, with your personality, can live in a messy house like this. I'm like, I don't know. It just, this doesn't bother me. No. (laughs) I will get to a point where it extremely bothers me and I feel like I'm crawling, my skin's crawling and I have to fix it. Yeah, um, that's I got to that point. That's why yeah. I started the cleaning project. Yeah. But also spring cleaning. Yes. So I really need to clean out closets and get that done, but it's really difficult to do anything with a child. Um, Way harder than you would. I mean, think. you can't just like set her down and just mm-hmm. let her hang out. It'll have to be stuff. a time where she's not at the house <laughs> and I can actually get it done. But usually if she's not there, then I try to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I get that. So or I just sit on my phone and mindless. Mindless scroll. scroll. As yeah. long as it's not doom scrolling, that's fine. What is doom scrolling? You don't know what doom scrolling no, is? No, tell me. Oh, it's like when you're reading about all the awful news that's happening in the world and you just can't stop. Oh, no, I, I don't do that. Okay. I don't do that. Good. I mean, I'm sure I've done it's, it before, but it's not something that I have done consciously or am I aware, I'm aware of that that was a thing that had a name because I don't do it often. It's not good for your mental health. Our friend Brene would be like, no, girl. Stop the doom scrolling. She definitely would. That would not be something that Brene would do. Yeah. What we need to, what would Brene do is just going to be our. That's our next thing. What would Brene do? 
<laughs> that's gonna be our next podcast. No, that's gonna be our next like instead of oh our next little segment. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, thanks for chatting with me today, Marissa. You're welcome. This was fun. Yep. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers. Cheers.